All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What is good, everybody? For the second straight season, the Leafs are having a November to remember. The power of the muzzy, I tell you, even though I don't have the mustache going this November, but we all know my handles on social media at the Gold Muzzy. It's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill back together. I tell you, these are tough when, when you can't do the Fridays and Mondays. It feels like a while, but... Lots of positives in Leafs land right now, Rosie. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, no doubt, man. Home sweet home. I'm back. Looks like you're still abroad, though. Wondering what you've been <laughs> up to down there. A little sketchy, sketchy. But no, man, it seems like we've been a while since we've been together. So, uh, yeah, Leafs land should be pretty happy right now. And, yeah, so are we. We're back at her. I won't lie. I've been mucking around here in Fort Lauderdale, back home in the mix uh, coming up tonight, though. But it's one of those days where you check out. We got late checkout at 2 uh, Eastern time. I'm with uh, Dave Panyota, who was a guest on the show last week. So at least we got the late checkout. But I don't know about you. I can't stand those travel days that are just extended. And you sort of have to wait and wait, wait, knowing the inevitable that you're going home. But I am in Fort Lauderdale, so I will hit the beach till my 9 p.m. flight. So uh, there's been worse situations, I would say. Yeah, I'd rather that than be up at 6 a.m. hitting the road like I had to do to get to California. And my kid hasn't thrown up Mm. in like three years and he's puking in the car on the way there and just a nightmare. I'd rather do what you're doing, buddy. 
Yeah. Um, if, if, if you only knew what I was up to, no, I'm kidding. It's been a great time. I'm calling it a pre-scout for All-Star Weekend. As you know, we'll be about, uh, out here for All-Star Weekend as well, coming up in a couple months. So yeah, it's been loads of fun, but you can't talk about fun and not talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. So remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions, leave those down here in the YouTube chat down below. We'll get to them. And uh, it is the power of positivity on this Tuesday. This team is feeling so good about life. So I ask you, again, you've been a part of many teams in your career. What's it like to be in a dressing room when the team is an absolute, on an absolute heater like the Maple Leafs are right now? Yeah, it's like the polar opposite of of their October and their road trip in October. Yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> when you're losing like that California swing they had, man, it's just like everyone's quiet. Even if like you don't want to tell a joke or smile or be seen by the GM <laughs> or the coach laughing or something, everything's serious business. We're pissed. This isn't right. We got to fix things. And everyone wants that. But like every aspect of your day, the the dinners are quieter, the the pregame meals are quieter. And now these guys are on this heater, a completely different month, a completely different road trip. Everything. The, the biggest problem is not getting too high, like not getting too goofy and not getting too satisfied. Like the coach will be like, all right, like still work to do. And like, that's your biggest problem because everything's just going so good. So they're flying high right now. And, you know, for good reason, right? Oh, definitely. A 4-2 win against Detroit last night. And again, it was a normal suspects. But have, uh, we've been talking about this for like a week now since the Riley injury. It's just been so impressive. The unity, the team buy-in, the fact that they don't score first in the game. And it just really did not matter. And the Leafs came to pay. So with that in mind, let's get over the boards. So 14-5-5 and now on the season for the Maple Leafs. A road sweep, four in a row. They're feeling great about life. They're 10-1-3 in the month of November. But pretty much they, they, they took care of business again on Monday night, didn't they? Yeah, they did, man. They just, they look resilient. They look poised. They don't look like they have much panic in them. Like you said, the, you know, you get scored on first. That's, uh, that's definitely not ideal. And they just respond bang, bang right after. Like, they're not worried about things and, you know, when a team is confident in itself and it knows that it's capable of, of doing certain things, you don't panic. You have no reason to panic. You can get down a goal or two and, and you know, just stick to your game plan. You don't try to reinvent the wheel or start changing everything and panicking. You just, hey, we're all right. Do our thing. We know what we are and who we are and, and away you go and, and you pull out wins like they did last night like they just like you said they got scored on first and then just boom 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 four in a row right back like zero hesitation and they're very poised and, and collected right now and it's it's fun to watch right it is and you know and so it had me thinking last night so you watch matt murray just another brilliant effort again it's just been such a crazy story considering how it started you know he played one game then he was injured for like 14 or 15 and then he returns and he just can't can't be beat right now he you know only the post is beating him but at which point are you going to be fully comfortable with Matt Murray thinking because I don't know about you I watch the games and I'm just waiting for an injury to happen I know it's a, the wrong way to look at things but it is sort of the resume and track record with this guy but he deserves so much credit Rosie like he is keeping this team in and most importantly maybe the one thing we haven't seen in recent memory say the last 10 years is they're getting that big save when they needed to solidify a victory and I thought he was really good in the third period last night 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a huge thing. I mean, a, a goalie can look like they're, you know, on paper played a pretty good game. But if you don't make that yeah. one save that kind of keeps the momentum and like shuts them down and says, well, that was your big chance of the last 10 minutes of the third period or something and doors still closed, then it's kind of like, well, maybe it's not our night for that team that's that's putting the pressure on you. And Matt Murray's making those saves right now. And um, he does just look solid. And I don't, it's just, Nobody knows what how this guy is going to hold up. Nobody, there, there's yeah. no. I mean, his track record is not great with injuries, but I've seen guys that are, are hurt for two years straight, and then you know, and then they're mm-hmm. good, they're fine, they're healed. It never happens again, and it 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 is kind of suspect that he got hurt first game of the year. You'd think that if it were going to be behind him, that that whole summer off and all the rehab and, you know, he'd get the doctors to check him. He'd be rock solid, ready to go. And then first game, my God. But, um, you know, so far, so good. And it's true that it's he's a quality goalie when he's healthy and he's proving that. And it's just, it's nice to know that, you know, his backup in, in Samsonov, who's should be getting ready to come back here soon. Hopefully I haven't heard any news actually, but uh, yeah. you know, you can take the pressure off of him with that. If he's getting sore, if he needs some extra work on some things, you know, you've got a, a quality backup to, to put in there. And I mean, they could, they could fight all year long on who's the starter, who's the backup. I think it's just wicked to have kind of a one, two punch. So time will tell if he holds up, but so far so good as far as him being healthy once, uh, once he has returned. That's the amazing thing for me throughout this uh, winning streak or this month in general for this team is again, the injuries and then who's been a net for them predominantly. And that's been Eric Schalgren, right? Like I think he deserves a lot of credit, but from that standpoint, I don't think this team is giving much defensively. And if you were to tell me that two weeks ago, Rosie, I'd call you crazy. We all know you are crazy and we've saw, we've seen your scraps in the show, but it's, it's one of those things where, I think it's been a complete team buy-in. Um, I know it's cliche to say that, but I haven't seen that much, uh, specifically not in, in October, that's for sure. But to have the team unity, the team buy-in, everybody seems to be playing for the crest on the front of the jersey. I don't know what happened, if there was a meeting or something behind the scenes, but to me, it's just a much different looking Leafs team. I think the goaltending has been solid, but defensively is the crazy thing for me again, just more so you look at the personnel out of this lineup and guys like Mac Hollowell, Yes, Mac Hollowell have really, really stepped up. So has Rasmus Sandin, right? Yeah, I know. And I mean, that's the reason for my positivity. I'm not just blindly yeah. going, wow, this team can actually win a game. They're going to go they're all so the way. It, it, it's the way they're doing it. And it's, it's their, yeah. I'm fully aware of their problems in the past. And, you know, the way they've, I, I just don't like the way they've gone about trying to win games in the past by trying to win 7-5. It's just not sustainable. It doesn't work in the playoffs. I don't care how many hot shits you have on your top three forwards. You're not going to keep the puck out of your net. You need a goaltender. You need some defense. And and I just see a different team right now. And it is totally a head scratcher on how that's come together with a plethora of injuries. Yeah. Usually that will crater, you know, you in the standings by going through a sustained amount of time with key components out of your entire roster, including goaltenders and important defensemen. Like that's number one that you need. And they have weathered the storm and they continue to build, which is crazy. I mean, the only thing that could throw them off is everyone gets healthy again and you you come back in and then all of a sudden the chem's off again and the chemistry's not there. And all of a sudden you can't find it, which would just be insane, but um, not something you obviously would actually worry about. But they, they, they have done a buy and they've committed to defense and it's just... 
it's out of necessity, right? You got that many people out, you can't afford to take a bunch of shifts off where you don't back check and you don't follow your assignment in the D zone. And I mean, the forwards understand they got to help out. The D men understand they're under the fire and they got to give everything they got. The goalies understand they're going to get more pressure and they got to be on their game. And everyone's just come together and it's been, it's been really solid hockey. And you just hope that they are just putting the building blocks together and continuing to get better because they're goddamn good right now. So if they continue to get better, it'll be, it'll be a really hell of a good hockey team. Living on hope, that's for sure. And there's just so much hockey to play until the springtime when it really, really matters, as you know. But it it got me thinking and wondering, too, like there's been a lot of conversation about what this team needs ahead of the trade deadline in a couple months. And I wonder if this could shift the focus uh, of the brain trust involved, knowing that they can actually play team defense and not get you know, a top four guy, not get a top two guy. I think that'd be the wrong decision. I think ultimately it's a different game in the Stanley Cup playoffs and more times than not. With the matchup game, you'll get exposed, but at the very least, a lot of positives to grab from this really, really strong November 10-1-3. Speaking of which, Magic Mitch, Mitch Marner. Uh, I know I gave this guy a lot of heat in October, man. He has been spectacular. And I think specifically watching the game last night, it seemed like every shift he was on, the puck was on his stick. And you can you can tell he's using with confidence when he's doing the spinorama plays and like the passes he's making. Like This guy is so dialed in right now, Rosie. Yeah, he totally is. You can just you can tell by his interviews and stuff. He's just oozing confidence yeah. right now, and he's he's just oozing skill and oozing confidence, and that's a combination to to do some damage, right? And the thing I like about it is that he's not like he's not trying to find that stuff by doing out of the ordinary stuff. He, everything he's doing is with the grain. It's not against the grain. He's not pulling some yeah. weird spin around move where you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Get that to the net or drive the net or someone was, was driving and pulling that demon and you pull that shit out and making turnovers and then hanging your head and starting the back check kind of half-heartedly. It's like, dude, that doesn't fly. And he's done that stuff in the past, but you know, you got to give him credit. He's a, He's a hell of a lot better hockey player than I've ever dreamed of being. So what's going on in his head, I can't totally know. But the beginning of the season, you're trying to find that stuff. He calls it buzzing. You know, he, I like to buzz out there. I like to buzz. He's trying to buzz and get things going. And if that means a couple turnovers in October while he's trying to find his game in order to elevate it to this level right here, so be it. But there's no there's no doubt he's buzzing. He's not doing the uh, the stuff that, like I said, against the grain stuff that's causing turnovers and affecting his team negatively. It's just obviously all positive with you know the way he's running this streak right now and we'll see if he can actually you know tie the boys at the top of that record with the uh, point streak there with Daryl Sittler and Eddie Olchuk but uh, I, I can tell that in this market that's one of those things he gets asked about every bloody day last night he's like you just won't drop this will you like of course they're not going to drop it you're one game away now is going to be the focus and I just hope he doesn't change anything and try too hard because say uh it, it's something that would be nice if he did and then he can stop worrying about it and start focusing on the team rather than the individual shit that really doesn't matter hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It really would be the cherry on top to just a magnificent November, right? With the final game being against the San Jose Sharks. I think they're looking to avenge that ugly loss earlier in the season in that terrible October. And Marner, again, is trying to tie the record. And this is history, man. Like, it really, really is incredible, especially you look at those two names. And then you look at Marner and what he's put together, uh, a lifelong Leaf fan, grew up a Leafs fan. And now with the opportunity to tie those two big boys, it really, really is something special. And no doubt that's going to be the storyline going into the game tomorrow night. But I think to your point, Rosie, it's more so how he's doing it. Like, you know, weirdly enough, I still think Marner has like another level to get to. But you can tell game after game after game, he's getting more and more confidence. And the great thing about this, and you know this having played the game, when a player is buzzing or whatever he likes to call it like this, I, I think it's contagious. And that's why I think he's a he's as big of a piece uh, and reason as to why this team has really, really found a hot streak here in November. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you say, you think he's got another level. It's kind of yeah. crazy to say, but like we've seen this team play where like one of those guys, like especially, you know, Matthews and Marner, they, t- they can take over a game where they have a three point night and they score set up the the two big goals that just separates the the win from the loss and they won the game single-handedly and they're just that flashy and that good and they have not been winning that way it's been this everyone's chipping in it's been well we kept the puck out of our net at key times we killed that huge penalty we scored on the power play by you know a good entry and you know we set it up and we stayed patient and we you know, you're executing plays and you're working together. It's like these actual team wins. It's not just these flash in a pan. Well, this absolute star NHL or just took over tonight and won us a game. Great. But that's just not the stuff you want to rely on. And it's not that. And like you say, I think especially those two big boys definitely have more to give. And if they do, I mean, even better because what they're giving right now is definitely getting the job done. So, you know, credit to that. If they do watch out, uh, that's the key point. A complete is another word I would use with sort of the efforts uh, the last little while, especially when you like gauge the barometer and you look back at October and you look at some of those games, you're like, holy fuck, what was going on? It's like uh, night and day, but certainly feeling good about this team and feeling good about Austin Matthews. Like you started to wonder a bit late in last week, especially in that game in, in Minnesota, what's going on? Like he seemed a bit off. But then this is what Austin Matthews does. He comes back with goals in back-to-back games. He's racking up the points. You think he's turning a corner here, Rosie? 
I think so. I th- I think he's just so confident in himself and he understands that yeah. like people keep asking, it's always people from the outside, like what's, is there something wrong with Austin and stuff? And people that follow this team closely are like, no, nothing's wrong with him. He's, he's effective and he's, he's, he's making plays and is it magic right now? No, but people are like, oh, well, he doesn't score five on five. Oh, and then he bangs in like three, four, five and yeah, five goals right in a row. Yeah. And he, he he's capable of getting it done. Mitch Marner has the spotlight right now. For a while there, Nylander had the spotlight. Then for a while, Tavares has the spotlight. And it really doesn't matter who has the spotlight. I think he's very content with what's going on with this team. He's had the personal accolades. And has it given him everything he wanted? No. Did he have a shit summer? Yeah. Is he been frustrated more often than not? Yeah. So I think he's smart enough to understand that I don't care if the spotlight's not on me right now. I don't need to carry this team. It doesn't work that way. And I imagine he's, as he's becoming more of a professional and more of a veteran, he understands that, but certainly his effort levels there. um, I'm not worried about him at all. Like you say, he's quietly kind of putting up really good points and, and scoring in key situations and scoring in different situations, power play five on five, whatnot. I, I, I think that he's due to heat up. And if he does, again, look out because he's that sickeningly good at hockey and invaluable to this team. And he has not been holding them back whatsoever this year. And if he does, you know, exponential things like he's capable of, then all the more reason for them to really steamroll teams. You'll start seeing him win by four goals here if he starts to heat up. And that's the scary part about this whole thing. You see the stat board right there. He's now 21st in the league in scoring 11 goals, uh, you know, in 24 outings. You know, that's going to change over the span of the next couple of weeks. And no doubt, I think yeah. he's going to be at least in the top five. I would still, in fact, even put money on him to win the Rock Richard. He's that good. Do you remember any former teammates or line mates or players that you played with that ooze the confidence that have the confidence and the swagger that an Austin Matthews does? Like, that's what I love most about this guy. It seems like nothing phases him where... I think, as you know, having been in the league, like it, you can get down really, really quickly and it spirals out of control. It just doesn't seem to happen with Matthews. No, I mean, I think those elite players, I mean, I can't relate to them as far as, you know, having yeah. that confidence and, and trust in your abilities, but playing with those good players, you know, I'm reminded of like a Claude Giroux where, you know, he's a player who's been yeah. known to like, you know, maybe have a little bit of a cold streak or a slow start. And, you know, I remember, you know, I, I, hang out with him and we're in his car and you know some guy on the street is like dude are you gonna score soon or what and you're like fuck off or whatever but then then you like (laughs) see how you know that could affect a person but he's just like then he gets on the ice and he's just does the same thing and trusts his process and then lo and behold he just goes absolutely on fire for a period of time and i just think that those guys throughout their their whole careers being minor hockey then you're playing junior hockey then you're getting into the pros and you just got to trust your abilities and i mean can you think of being in a player that you'd trust your ability more than austin matthews i mean he's just he's phenomenal and he's capable and and he is playing just fine it's just a matter of getting those ducks in a row and having a little bit of that magic come into the into the fray and uh, i just i can't imagine he's anything but very pleased with where everything is right now and he i think he's more focused on team right now just because he's had the personal accolades like i said and it didn't really do him any good he wants he wants the big picture and they're kind of getting that right now i like that and we often talk about john Tavares being very stoic like you never know what he truly is thinking and i think yeah. Along those lines, I would put Matthews in that very conversation too, where I think it's a bit different than say a Nylander or a Marner where they sort of, you know what's going on, right? I think you look at Matthews, you know, 
one of the major takeaways from the disappointments of years past in the Stanley Cup playoffs is that all in all, Matthews hasn't been the story one way or another. I think he has found ways to enter himself into a hockey game physically with a big goal, a big point, a big play. And that's honestly, I think, what sets him apart from, you know, the majority, 99% of the league, right? That's why he's in the upper echelon. That's why he's a top player in this league. But that's the one thing, the lasting thing with, with Matthews. Is I, I'm just, I'm always at a point where I think he's going to score the next shift. And it, it's crazy to think that way, but he's just so damn good. Like, it's scary. Yeah, for sure. And and like you say, it's hard to know what he thinks. He's been so trained and he's not going to put himself yeah. in a position where more where more pressure's on him or he puts his foot in his mouth or he's not going to give yeah. anyone an opportunity to say, ha ha, told you so, or oh, what an idiot he is for that. He's just going to say, listen, I don't really care about your newspapers. I don't read them. I don't, I'm not here to give you clicks on your, whatever the hell it is you're interviewing the me YouTube for. YouTube show. Exactly. He's not going <laughs> to give anybody anything. And, and I mean, John Tavares is the perfect example of that maybe it's just his actual personality, but I know guys that are just yeah. flying off the handle, uh, you know, behind the scenes being absolute maniacs and characters and having tons of personality yeah. in, in the, uh, in front of the camera, the most boring guy in the world. And that's obviously by design, but I think with a guy yeah. that's of his caliber of uh superstardom, it's, it's smart to do that. It sucks for us because we want the craziness but uh he, he's just he's pretty stoic and he i only think he cares about what's inside of him and when he's on the ice you know yeah for sure and we'll see if matthews can make it three in a row coming up on wednesday night again eric carlson you want to talk about stories in this early season he's back and so are the yeah. uh, san jose sharks to the extent of they're getting offense from guys you wouldn't think would be in the mix still at this point given what they did the last couple of years logan couture has been a great story as well and another guy i think we'll be watching closely when it comes to san jose because you know the questions are coming with carlson man i'm telling you tomorrow you're going to hear that media storm hey what would you think of toronto uh, Timo yeah. Meyer is another guy that I think we should look at really, really closely as we get closer and closer to the deadline. But again, it is a salary cap world. It's going to be difficult. But then specifically, you look at that top six for the Maple Leafs, it would be nice to add maybe another left winger. But nice is, is being the key word there. Uh, so we'll digress on that front, the Leafs feeling really, really good. Speaking of really, really good, I have to give you your props, Rosie, before we get to the points bet Canada bet of the day. On Thursday, the last we were live with you, you had the Vikings uh, on the point spread on American Thanksgiving and you hit. So it's been a couple days, but now we're going to give you another look because you deserve it. You're on a, you're on a heater. Can, can you have a one game heater? No, if I get this one right, then that's what's called a winning streak. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. So the wrap up is brought to you by our friends at Points Back Canada. Take the floor, Rosie. I know you're a pen. There we go. There. Get ready to make a deposit, clear out the RRSPs, the education funds. I don't care what it takes. This is a sure thing. Just kidding. I'm not that crazy about it. But, uh, you know, betting is very hard. I've been doing it for a little while, and it's it's never just a, a guaranteed thing. There's always something that jumps out to just screw you at the last minute. But uh, today I've got the Islanders at Philadelphia. You know, the Islanders are on a four-game win streak. Flyers are on a 10-game slide just gross i can't imagine the feeling in there um everything would probably be twisted and turned up and everyone's frustrated no doubt about it. everyone's scared of torts right now but i've got the puck line with them minus one and a half the new york islanders at plus 140 money too so you bet 100 bucks you win 100 and you win you get 140 back 
10 bucks, 14 bucks back. That's the way it works. And I can see this team going in there. Uh, Barzell's leading the National League in, in appetizers right now. He's just feeding everybody and setting up goals left, right, and center. Um, the Islanders have only allowed six goals in four games. The Flyers have only scored seven in the last four. And they don't have Travis Konechny. He's on the injured reserve. Everything to me says that Vegas kind of screwed this one up, especially with the value. And at plus 140, I can see the Islanders definitely taking it to the Flyers tonight, even though it's in Philadelphia. That's my bet today. And I think it's uh, I think it's the best one I saw on the board. Rosie, that was tremendous stuff. Yes. That was tremendous information. You fucking nailed the stats. You brought it, the conviction, the confidence. Yes. So we're on it. And I just, I hope you know, if you keep winning, you're, you're going to keep going here. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, I, it's weird because I, I actually hammered this bet because I feel like when I have to actually focus on it and make a bet, I make better ones where normally I'm just like, ah, hit yeah. this button. Fuck, that might happen. And yeah. that's just a garbage <laughs> way to play. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm in, the, I'm in the States right now, so I can't even lay any bets, which kind of sucks, uh, but I get it. And maybe it's, it's, it's best for me to take a couple of days off, although I was winning at the end of last week, but it's been an up and down last couple of weeks. But that's what betting is, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've I've talked to guys that like do it for like a living and it's just insanity, yeah, the amount of tough. time and effort you can put in and you're looking for value, you're looking for Vegas to screw up. And I can't imagine it back in the day when, you know, it, it wasn't by computers. Now, you you know, the line's changing, like say you bet on NFL football, the line's changing as as possession changes, as they get closer to the red zone, it's just constant. You can just tell it's just an algorithm of every game that's yeah. ever been played in the modern era of football and the possibility of an outcome. And they're just cranking out, you know, algorithms. And it's so hard to beat that. But, you know, there still is apparently a human element of the game in Vegas where, you know, they can miss things. Like, I love it when, you know, a guy gets called up and, they just think, oh, this guy just came out of the American League. But there's something behind the scene where, like, you don't understand that he's playing on the second line right now and they're hot as shit. And so is he. And he was only in the American League for a conditioning stint. Like, little things like that where you're like, wow, that's huge value. And you can jump on that stuff. And But other than that, it seems like a really difficult thing to do, this sports betting thing. But, man, with it going mainstream <laughs> right now, a lot of people are involved in it, aren't they? I love everybody was just horned up uh, when they introduced betting uh, into the NHL world. And certainly points by Canada makes it really, really easy for all of us. But they, everybody's horned up. Like, I watch the NHL. Like, fuck, I know so many people, myself included, who watch like literally every game and still like you're going to have your ups, your downs. But that's what makes it fun, right? Like, I think if it was easy, it wouldn't have the same cachet in my world. So we look forward to that bet tonight. Uh, the, of course, the Islanders beat the Leafs last week. Ilya Sorokin, I took a futures uh, flyer on him to win the Vesna, so I'm feeling good about him. And you're right, it just shows you, like, and the Leafs are a perfect example, right? The fact that their October was dreadful, 4-4-2, and two, and a much different story here in November. And the Flyers did the, you know, the flip of that script. They were really, really good in October, and they've been dog shit in November. But sadly, like, they're going to be dog shit for the rest of the season because that's what we all projected. It, it stinks to see, you know, I'm sure for you, you're betting against your former team. And, you know, you just hate in general to have a, a team just lose as much as that team has lately. Yeah, that's not fun in this league, especially when they showed some hope. Usually it goes the other way, right? Like, you don't start off. Yeah you know, that way. And then just have this huge turnaround. Usually you kind of build and, and figure things out. Yeah. They've just fallen from grace. I, I really don't know. I haven't been following them close enough to know what the heck's going on, but maybe everyone just, uh, you, you'd think with Tortorella too, with like a younger team and the new NHL and the new players that are 
coming out yeah. of junior and call them millennials or Gen Zs or whatever, they just kind of operate a little bit differently. You think they'd start off being terrified of torts and then maybe finding something and it, they've gone the complete opposite way. And it seems like this league this year has been a lot of surprises, you know, the, the Jersey Devils and the Boston Bruins and, you know, yeah. Tampa and Florida doing certain things. And it's just kind of like, whoa, this is, this is a different look than, than we thought, which makes it awesome. I mean, when things are predictable, it's kind of boring. So yeah, it's definitely only November for sure. But, but um, like, it's funny because in October, we're like, my God, is it the same shit? And they're like, well, last year they had a hot November. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll just <laughs> rely on that. Good luck. And then November comes and Boom. goes as it does. And look at look at what's going on. So just uh, a lot of interesting stuff. That's why we watch sports, isn't it? Exactly. Chaos and uh, mayhem and looking forward to seeing how the bet does tonight. Uh, Rosie, excellent job. And we'll talk tomorrow to tee up the San Jose Sharks and the Toronto Maple Leafs from Scotiabank Arena. Okay. All right. Hopefully there's not people with uh, funneled out 401ks and RRSPs who are looking for yeah. my head, but uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, but you can handle yourself. So that's great. That's all that matters. I'm sure people come at you in public sometimes. You're like, buddy, I'll fucking pump the wheels off of you. So with that in mind, that's Shay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga, and we'll talk on Wednesday. Take care.